0: He was Frank's driver. No, he was my D doctor
1: mm-hmm.
0: before, oh, yeah, um, Frank mm-hmm. had um, Rockridge as his mm-hmm. medical plan, mm-hmm. like in the 70s, mm-hmm. and that's how we met um, Rich Krababes, because um. he was one of the pool of doctors okay. there, it was mm-hmm. this, this whole cooperative kind of thing, mm-hmm. and, um, and so we followed h- him after that fell apart to his mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm so that's how we had hooked up with them before I see that.
2: wow this is scary it's like the lo- our localism my like yeah. localism is like wow there are not many people who know my father I'm kind yeah. of glad yeah. that are in my circle You know yeah. that I orbit around yeah,
0: yeah. Mm.
2: anyway I'm glad that you're healthy again
0: I you made it through don't know I have been, I have been, H, A, H, A, D, I had, Kerbavas. On the
1: show,
0: oh, twice he's been on the show twice. Yeah, we went on his boat. He took us out boating on the bay when Frank was running for Mm. president. It was a (laughs) campaign tour. We, Corey and Alexi, put the um, Frank Moore for president banner and decorated the boat he had sent them down hours before we came. That's so great. Loads of fun. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He. D. R. He drove also during the mm. campaign. We did the How Berkeley Can You Be Parade to, twice. In one of the years, he was the driver of one of the vehicles That's that we had decorated, great. and Frank wow. you know, tooled on the street. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He was C A M E. He came on the show, mm. Bef- yeah, the first time, oh, during the election, to compare um, Frank's platform on healthcare with the other oh, candidates. very nice. He had done all this research and um, we had all this stuff and mm. what would happen is we would go through Frank's um, platform uh-huh. And he would talk about whether that was plausible or not mm-hmm. and wow. every single thing. He said, absolutely. And he would talk in detail about mm-hmm. how the groundwork is already in existence. And so it was, a, you know, it was actually a really neat show. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm.
2: I almost wonder if maybe Kerbavis works with my dad mm-hmm. just because he wants to have an insight mm-hmm. on... The evil empire, (laughs) you know, to to have a hand in it, you know, a gentle sort of hand to sort of balance the, (laughs) try to balance the scales a
0: little bit. Yeah. S. So. How? Did you see? O. Come out of the e v evil empire. Mm-hmm. How did you survive? Mm-hmm. How did you come out of that? Oh gosh, we're going <laughs> to go <laughs> into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am that. I am that good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um,
2: Well, I think that I always recognized a certain... um, I I mean, I felt marginalized myself in my own family, being female, being a child. You know, kids Mm -hmm. are to be seen and not heard. Women are to basically do the house and childcare chores and duties, and you don't really have to have much of a relationship with mm-hmm. anybody. <laughs> you just are the breadwinner, that type mm-hmm. of thing. And, you know, growing up in that, you recognize mm-hmm. it, you feel it. Mm-hmm. You can feel the sort of, the monetary support, but even that was like mm-hmm. really penny pinching, but no, mm-hmm. no connection whatsoever. And I had this wonderful connection with my grandparents and wonderful connection with my mother. But, um, so, yeah, I think... Even
0: How did she, your mother, Mm -hmm. no, how did he get her, How how did he manage to get your mother?
2: Well, you know, they were the typical 1950s standard operational procedure, boy from a good family marries a girl from a good family, that type of thing. But, you know, even when, when I first went to college, all I did was dance. I didn't really take classes, <laughs> I but I took some of the m- minor classes that I thought I could handle. I took an e- economics class, and that one economics class, we, they were talking about Reaganomics, because it was Reaganomics at that time, and, and it, it just started occurring to me. I'm like, how can we live in a system of perpetual growth when lim- resources are limited? The earth is a finite thing. <laughs> and, and we have this economic system that's based on a single means of exchange. And, and, and perpetual growth is the, sort of the fundamental blu- blueprint of the economy. It, it's not going to work. I remember feeling that anxiety as an 18-year-old in this economics class in college, just going, this, this is insanity. This is, and, and then, you know, <laughs> I think that was my beginning steps to... to <laughs> Catching a little breath outside of the evil
0: empire. F. I. F. U. Funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That she's the daughter <laughs> of. Yeah, I know it's really funny. <laughs> it's <embarrassing>. We. <laughs> we always. It's just my dad. T. Talk. About him, well, whenever mm. we have contact with him, you know, you have yeah. to talk about it because it's right. it's so loud. Right, you, you have, have to just acknowledge it. what happened, exactly, yeah. or wow. not have yeah, or not have contact with them. Yeah, yeah when we when we have <laughs> when we share the same physical space, and he goes through so many contortions to try to avoid. Us, try
2: being his daughter, his art, his daughter who's an artist, Mm -hmm. who you know, art is a hobby. It's not. There's no value of art in the society. He sees absolutely no value of art in the society. So you know, try try growing up with the man, or even having a relationship with him as an adult. In any, it's
0: kind of sad, but. Would, where. A, as. Kerbaviz is, is a people, a P, no, is a P, O, powerful, P, a poet. Poet. He mm. told us that he writes poetry. Wow. Too, which, yeah, we know that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I should... Is
2: he still in practice? Oh, yeah. That's we go to, we go to your to <laughs> office all
0: the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my m- office. <laughs> every month. We go once a month.
2: Yeah, yeah. have
0: been going, you know, for like 20 years. Over 20 years. You know,
2: it's funny because Krabavis never, like, said hi to me, actually.
0: Uh-huh. I when think you'd be in the office? Yeah,
2: I think probably because... Mm you know, maybe he was just trying to respect that boundary,
0: right.
2: which, you know, yeah. it's like as a kid or the daughter of my dad, it's like... Well, he's like
0: going to hear about this, believe you. Oh, <laughs> believe man. you me. His mind is going to be totally blown. <laughs> we? <laughs> we? As long as it Well, gets we've already talked about you with him, so he already knows all about oh. you. He just mm. doesn't know the but relationship I'm, because yeah. we didn't know it. But we always, he likes to Maybe use, he's just playing He's on discreet. the e-salon. Mm-hmm. He's on the e-salon. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like totally, he knows all the details of our
2: life. Maybe he's just being super discreet because he knows my name. Kira Rice? Well, Kira is not we, that common. I don't think we might not either. have
0: even, we know, I don't know that we said you know, I don't know. We might have said a local artist or yeah. something. Yeah, you know. yeah, I don't okay. know that we would have said you by name So what did you say about me? Oh, <laughs> well, we just tell him. <laughs> yeah, we just, we told him about the day that you read Art of a Shaman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he loved hearing that. Mm. You know, he loves hearing all that kind of thing. Wow. We told him he came to the performance And you know that you stayed the whole time and he was really Mm. impressed. You know, so it's like. This is
2: great. Oh my God, Frank Moore is my connection to my father's (laughs) partner. (laughs) We? (laughs) Business partner, who I've known all my life. (laughs) I've never even said
0: hello to him. That's really too much. I mean, we. We. T. Tell. Him. Everything. Yeah, we really do. Well,
2: it's just revealing of sort of the sort of prison (laughs) that my father creates around himself. And it's sort of this fortifying, this fortress type of, you know, energy, energetic fortress that he creates that I haven't even, like... Spoken to Khabib, yeah. I've never had a conversation with him. Maybe yeah. hi once or twice. But the passing. next
0: time you run into you him, know, he's going to say something. Definitely. Yeah. Oh if yeah. H. Yeah. E. Hey. We. No. Um. O. U, our. S. P. S. O. Our son. Right. And your father should get together <laughs> cuz our 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 kid mm-hmm. disowned us. He like wanted oh. anything to do with us. He's like totally oh, straight. Oh, very conservative. Totally straight and conservative yeah. our lifestyle completely freaks him out. Yeah.
2: Well, you
0: see, yeah, well. Yeah. It's
2: interesting because there's my father, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then my mother when she divorced him, she became uh-huh. a swinger. And I wrote to you about this a little bit. And so, you know, when ah. I was coming of age in my teenagehood, I was surrounded by people that were ah. not... I mean, you you two are very much aware of what you're doing and there's an artfulness of it and there's... there's, I mean, you're doing something very intentional, whereas my mother was sort of...
0: Three? It was well, just the three of us. The three of us yeah. are together yeah. in the relationship. Yeah, I see. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah,
2: that, yeah. that, that could be...
0: What, six? I'm really six of us because oh. the blue house is Corey, Alexi, and Erica, uh-huh. and um, we call ourselves the tribe or a tribe. because yeah, yeah. we, we function as a, mm. a unit. Or yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. There was no sense of community with my mother and her. It was just sex. Yeah. It was just sex and drugs. Yeah. And I watched a lot of adults behaving really badly
0: <laughs> with <We> each other. <laughs> we f freaked. No freaked, yeah freaked out, freaked out t the no th o. We freak out those kind of people, mm. people like that mm. that you're describing. S- oh, yeah. Swingers. We freak those kind yeah, of people out. Yeah, because
2: you have real connections and yeah. real bonds. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. There's
0: an Which intimacy, is a closeness. Right, right. It's freaky for right. people. Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> How? No. Uh, when? We? P? L A when we play at S U. Oh, Susie Blocks. When we um do you are you familiar with Susie, Oh no, that's not what you mean. Yeah, Susie block mm-hmm. She's in at Los Angeles. She's um a PhD in philosophy from Yale. Mm-hmm. But um what she does is she mm-hmm. has like this um Uh, A show, a live show she does that plays on cable and online, where she's like a sex, um, call-in sex Mm. person, so people with sex questions can call in. But she always, it's always like she's got, you know, a a A boa boa that crawls Mm -hmm. up her arm and she dresses in skimpy little clothes Mm -hmm. and... Um, she's very smart mm-hmm. and she's very open. So, mm-hmm. n- any question anybody calls with her, she doesn't judge. She mm-hmm. really, yeah, it's pretty impressive how yeah. she is. Um, and she's had us down there to perform a couple mm-hmm. of times, nice. and people are very uncomfortable.
2: Well, who people people that call, call She into has the an show? audience. She has, like, oh. sh- when she does the live show,
0: she has people. Is that what you mean? No. Is that what you meant? Yeah, right. In.
2: People just don't know how sexy Frank is.
0: In one (laughs) R, O, in one room, Mm -hmm. right, they're all like, right, in one room they're all kind of like having indiscriminate sex, Mm. you know, as after, it's kind of like a post-show thing Mm -hmm. where everybody just kind of does whatever, Mm -hmm. and... In another room, (laughs) 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 there was (laughs) us, (laughs) you know, and everybody kind of ran to the other sex room, you know. She had us there with Frank's band. (laughs) So it's like, when Mm. we do the music thing, it's Frank singing, and he has a band of Mm. incredible musicians. Mm. It's Uh a live jam, Uh no rehearsal. Uh But then there's usually at least two, if not three or four of us females naked and dancing erotically with each other, and Frank, and Mm -hmm. singing. Mm. And so it's this Mm -hmm. whole kind of you know, erotic thing, and people, everybody, like, just ran from that room into the room where people were just having sex with each other, (laughs) we were like, whoa, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I have all kinds
2: of questions about all of it, actually, Mm. you know, like, like, um, you specifically said females dancing erotically with each other. Why well, are there males? Oh yeah, involved. Yeah, are there b- bisexual or homosexual people involved?
0: Um, I don't. B, E, believe in. Yeah, in the in the breaking things down like that, bisexual. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, for us, it's just like yeah. it's all one thing. Okay. So we don't think of ourselves like that. Okay. So
2: um, that, I, that, I guess because you described it that way, that there was yeah. naked I'm females. I'm just trying drafted, to give you like a, <laughs> a visual. picture of exactly i just happened. trying to give okay. you a visual okay. thing. Okay, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The it, it, that's it for now. That's it for now. We'll get. I'm sure we'll get into it <laughs> more.
0: <laughs> B, A, back to how you G got out. Got. Got out and of the evil empire, of the sea, of the evil empire. Back to how you got out of the evil empire. C U L T cult and the S W I. And the swingers. And the swingers, yeah. C. Colt.
2: Yeah. Boy. (laughs) Frank, you didn't know this about me. How could you have prepared for this?
0: (laughs) I am... That good. That good. I am J.A. Jamming. You're jamming? (laughs) Well,
2: I think I'm probably still working my way out of them, <laughs> you know, yeah. psychologically. Yeah. I don't think that there's any graduation day. Um, the, the evil empire, there was never a cult because my dad is socially inept, so there weren't a lot of <laughs> friends that were part of a, any kind of a cult. Oh. So there was no... Um,
0: I of one, a cult of one. A cult of one. <laughs> 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 he doesn't have another wife. It was just he does have oh, another wife.
2: Have oh my god! She doesn't speak to me. She hates me and kind of a gold digger. And I'm sure that uh, and you know never, yeah. But anyway, so yeah. we won't we won't get into that. All but right. um, and
0: then the swinger cult. And then the swinger <laughs> cult. Yeah, that
2: one that one was was interesting because I remember like my mother and my sister were sleeping with some of the same men at the same time. And the joke was, I was like a fifteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old. It was year, you know, sort of the years of coming into my own sexuality um, before leaving for college. Um, and the joke was, who's going to get the triple crown? You know, it's sort of these are the things that I, <laughs> these are the things oh, that I was geez. was constantly surrounded and by. I,
0: and I get shit,
2: and you get shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, it's just, it was, it was messy. And Mm. basically what, how I did it was dance. Mm. I really feel like dance saved my life.
0: How? How so?
2: I went, I, my, my best friend that I grew up with was living in Chico, Mm. California, and she needed a a roommate. Mm. And she was like, come up here and go to school. Mm. And I, I, I was one of these like high school kids that just barely graduated, just slipped through the cracks, you know. Yeah. Um, I later got a better education, but, <laughs> but I barely got into Chico State. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I went to a dance performance and I was watching them because I had a gymnastics background as a kid. And I was like, I can do that stuff. And so I went to an audition and kind of got swept away into the dance mm-hmm. scene after that. And then Got a scholarship to mm-hmm. dance in New York with Nikolai Lewis, and um, and during all that time, I was an emotional wreck. <laughs> I was I was really a mess. Like I didn't make full use of my scholarship in New York, and ran away to the mountains and became a ski instructor and smoked a lot of marijuana. <laughs> but
0: but what mm-hmm. when? it when when i w e went to college i did not g go to classes yeah that is normal.
2: Normal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I did was dance. I went to all my dance classes <laughs> and all the dance rehearsals and performances and uh and did that. But I I had I had some serious like you know I I didn't have a whole lot of even though I had a grandmother that was like an Olympic equestrian and she paid for her sport mm-hmm. by her art that she did, she made these beautiful wood sculptures, and she, because she was in the fancy horsey crowd, she sold them for a lot of money and was able to support herself that way. I, very creative, artistic, one side mm. of my family. My Is that mom. your mother's side? Yeah. yeah, yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Safe guess, right? <laughs> so even though I
2: had that, I still, I still really lacked a lot of confidence in myself in terms of being an artist as to, to, as to like try to pursue that as a life endeavor. And so, um, you know, I had this intensive dance training, but I never really committed myself to it for, for, you know, it's like I had to make money, so I did all these different careers, and I just kind of got back into it and has, have really committed myself within the last
0: three years. I. R. E. Rest. R. E. A. Red. All of my website all of your j mm. o jobs
2: oh <laughs> the ones that are on my website <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you so you went to the um teaching website and the mm. things like that, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's only some of it. <laughs> That's only like the relevant stuff that might be able to get me some sort what of employment now.
0: What is not? What is not on there? Um.
2: Well, there's there's a tiny little reference. To, I had a web design company for a while. You saw that. Um, I was a ski instructor. I fell in love with a. West African man who lived in the Midwest and followed him out there and taught equestrian horse riding lessons for a while. Um, What else? High school teacher, you know that. Um, So ski instructor. And then I I lived in Seattle for a while and just like worked at this place called the Gravity Bar. It was a natural, you know, I was still pretty young. I was only like 1920. And then I went and became a ski instructor. And then I, and then what did I do after that? No, that no. Then mm-hmm. Seattle, and then I came back. Oh, and then I went to CCAC, California College of Arts mm-hmm. and Crafts. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> <I>
0: <laughs> e, edited. Yeah. Frank. When Frank went to the mm-hmm. San Francisco Art Institute, they accepted him. I um, was in the <laughs> master's program, but it was completely inaccessible, mm. and so he had to be climbed up. He had to be carried up, and, you know, the stairs went like this and like this to get to one floor.
2: Fancy architecture.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, for, no, yeah, for no reason. Mm. And (laughs) so to placate Frank when he complained the first day of class, um, they finally Mm. um, had a meeting with Frank and the head of the department. The? The? The artists, the students, yeah. What would happen is that the mm-hmm. students would have to help me carry Frank up and down these stairs every time we went and had to acc- go to a class. Mm-hmm. It was like three or four times a week, and they mm-hmm. all drank all through the class. And so by the end of the class, they were all drunk. <laughs> and so here we are carrying Frank up and down these <laughs> stairs. <laughs> oh it God. was like nerve wracking, Yeah, you know? And they don't really like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they don't like get what a big deal right, this is. Right, right. And so they, the, um, you know, Frank raised hell. And so the head of the school and the head of the department met with us in this big conference room. And they hired a friend who was an architect, thinking that that would kind of, like, shut us up, to give them, like, write up what they could do to make a room accessible for Frank for the following semester. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, they returned the bulk of... um, frank's tuition for that semester Oh, nice um as like some kind of like uh a program where you're out of the like out of the country or out of the school or something and they set us up at ccac because that was accessible Mm. so we went there for that semester and Mm. uh, did all the editing
2: were these Mm.
0: um it was the early 80s Mm. okay i wasn't there yet but at the end of at the end of the semester, we go to the first day of the next semester. They hadn't done anything. Oh. It was just they thought we'd just go mm. away, you know. And um, mm.
2: wow, yeah. so you did a lot of work for the art institute in terms of making. Yeah, it more
0: They did accessible. put a ramp there. They call it the Frank Moore Ramp. Awesome. <laughs> they did put wow. the ramp up to that to the department we yeah. were going to.
2: Yeah. And now they they take your name. They call it the <laughs> Frank Moore Ramp. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Ain't that
2: how it is?
0: They would. Mm-hmm. They would not. Oh, at the Art Institute, they mm-hmm. the st- students nor teachers would talk, literally would talk to Frank. So this was like a 2 years master's program, and it was like performance mm-hmm. slash video department at the time. Mm-hmm. We had been doing stuff for, mm-hmm. I don't know, like... M- me with Franks mm-hmm. in 75 and this was like 82 or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know it was called performance art. We just thought it was this weird shit we were doing. Mm-hmm. And so we go to this department because of the video, but it's mm-hmm. performance slash video. Mm-hmm. So we find out we've been doing performance <laughs> art <laughs> all these time. years and didn't <laughs> even <laughs> right. know it. Right. We had Right, we had been doing a show in San Francisco for three and a half years that had just stopped a run of like once or twice a week for three and a half years at the punk club, the Mabuhe Gardens. Mabuhe Gardens. I used to hang out there oh, in so high we school. Oh, so we were the early I'm surprised show. I didn't see one this, of your We started shows. in 78, and when it was called yeah. the Outrageous Beauty Review. Right. So it was right. Saturday nights. Oh, no, nights. that's too,
2: No, it was like 81, mm. 82 mm. that I was hanging out at the Mabuhe.
0: So mm-hmm. we, yeah, that we were like probably, it was like mid-81 mm-hmm. when we stopped mm-hmm. performing there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, um, mm. yeah, so they they looked down or were mm. slash jealous of the fact that Frank had this show that was so popular. Because mm. we had a lot of, we got a lot of publicity mm. like all over the world. We were in movies. Mm. We, Reader's Digest even interviewed Frank. I mean, wow. it was just like everybody. Yeah. I, Frank said he had to work hard during that period to not get famous. Mm. Because that was like, it was Mm. all moving in the famous thing. Mm -hmm, And and Frank didn't mm -hmm. want to get famous. So he Mm -hmm. said he had to work hard.
2: Let me ask you a question How did you know at that time what fame would do?
0: Hmm. W E. Well. I L I lived in A <laughs> R <laughs> E A L in a real C uh, U Colt. Hmm. Oh, in the 70s? -hmm. I mean, in Massachusetts, there was a a cult (laughs) community of, like, 500 people. And the Mm -hmm. leader was this ex-Hell's Angel, very charismatic guy. Mm -hmm. And um, Frank had been living in Santa Fe, and Mm -hmm. two of the people from the community had gone through and put flyers Mm -hmm. up for this community. Mm -hmm. And Frank was looking for something, and Mm -hmm. so he decided to hitchhike. To Massachusetts, and you know, see, check it out. They in SA Santa Fe, it was REA real comfortable, real C O N real community real community, real community mm-hmm. and real s p spirituality mm-hmm. that was the environment right, that right. frank was in but well he was he lived is that what you mean but um but to at the See you at the cult. Mm. There uh, it was very G O, it was very G L, glamorous, glamour and T r o t r i tripped out mm. Mm. so um about the f- this is about the fame and so frank got to witness um, oh i this see this is back I to see. the fame question right. he got yeah, to witness on um, they had a band yeah. and um the leader mm. was going for fame right. and he mm. got to witness where that got took it. him got it yeah so okay. he knew that wasn't that, the way to go yeah
2: because it seems like in in the system that mm-hmm. we're all coming up in, <laughs> as mm-hmm. North Americans mm-hmm. or whatever, it's kind of cancer all over the world, mm-hmm. but um, it, it seems like it really takes your own self-stalking and some real real personal enlightenment to not get sucked into that. Mm-hmm. It just... I mean, I... Mm-hmm. From from when I was dancing early on to when I went to art school to mm-hmm. I still always had this little ego thing about fame. And even now in the community, it's like I keep realizing that I'm really not a part of that community. Oh, I thought I was a part of, no, I'm not really a part of that community. And and because each, each one that I find myself sort of morphing into and sort of out of, finding myself on the margins mm-hmm. of, um, is because I refuse to to partake in the mm. schmooze fest, in the right. in the right. in the click of it. There's right. there's something incredibly clicky about it, which being you know I'm a little bit older mm. than a lot of people in the sort of dance mm. theater scene of San Francisco Bay Area, mm. um, so there's that. Mm. You know, there's. Um, my, just who I am and like how, how I come at things Mm -hmm. that is not like anybody else that sort of sets me on the margins constantly. So I'm constantly reminded, you know, and it was was so wonderful. Mm. like, you know, Philip Wong and there's, there's these gems that, Mm -hmm. that I keep stumbling upon you being one of Mm -hmm. them that keep like, It's sort of the universe affirming me, Kira. Just keep doing your own goddamn work. (laughs) Just stick to it. Just stay with your own work, regardless if people double book over you all the time or, you know, nobody comes to your shows that you expected were part of the community that you were a part of.
1: It's
0: like, you (laughs) know, just don't worry about it. So familiar. Don't worry about it. We have W... R, no, W-E, went, mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. S, so many subcultures. Mm. Yeah. Right, they kind of picked Continuous. you up and then <laughs> pushed you away. They love us at the beginning yeah. and they can't exactly. run fast enough by the right. end. Right. Or yeah. there's
2: some association. Like, I collaborated with Jess Curtis on this very small piece um, and a lot of people in the community were like, "Oh, Kira Rice, you've you've been with Jesse," and I was like, "And and I found myself sometimes using it a little bit." <laughs> uh-huh. And it, so it's like, like again, I don't really feel like there's any graduation day because, because sometimes when. You know, you've got something that you're really proud of, and there's people who you respect their opinion. Maybe you don't know them as well as you thought that you did, or <laughs> I don't know. But you're wanting to get your work out there, and you're trying to promote yourself in some way or another. You know, I, every once in a while, I find, I'll find myself, you know, doing that sort of associative thing. But, but I, I realize it's not, you, you know, a const- it's a constant stalking process.
1: You
0: don't need to p
2: promote myself yeah yeah okay preach tell me
0: (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) l o o look at who is talking well i well i mean i think you know i think frank is um you know we're always mm-hmm. saying how he's managed to somehow you know get his way to where like people know who he is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. are familiar with mm-hmm. his work right. but um mm-hmm. never getting like famous like you know people who were our peers like Karen Finley mm-hmm. and Annie Sprinkle right, right, right. You know, um, so, I mean, on the one hand, one could say, well, look who's talking, you're not famous. Oh, I see, I you see. You know, but right, on the other, right. that's not what you meant. You meant, how did you mean it? I am... Oh, the self-promoting. Self-promoting. Uh. And then he said, but look who's talking. Yeah, because <laughs> right? you don't have to promote <laughs> yourself, but he's gotcha. like Barnum and Bailey. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. So, yeah. But
2: I don't know. I think, I think it's important. I think just self-promotion for... Uh, Maria Scaroni said this the other day. I was in her workshop. I love her. I think she's freaking amazing. Um, sh- she was saying... I don't like referencing just for the sake of referencing, like over being over-academic within a class in terms of where you're getting your material from, she said, but I do very much um, value and think that it's important to know who your teachers are and to reference who it is that's had good, positive influences on you that might be, that might be influencing the work that you're passing on to somebody else or a piece that you might be presenting. And I love that statement, I, you know this whole referencing for the sake of referencing what to show off how smart you are or, yeah.
0: um, are you saying something no I'm sorry I thought you yeah. were pointing to eight <laughs> yeah uh-huh yeah so I, I don't know I think I am not I am not S. A. M. I am not A.M. B. Ambitious.
2: Mm. Right. Yeah, mm. I think ambition is a very dangerous mm. thing. And I know people out there that disagree mm. entirely. They say ambition is, is a good thing. Yes, in capitalism, mm. where perpetual growth is the bottom line, mm. ambition is a good thing. I really feel like ambition is a, is a
0: capitalist value. I just follow... And F-A-L, fall in to things. You just fall into Mm. things. Mm. And then I are... You run. You run
2: with it. Run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Good advice. (laughs) I'll take that as advice, actually. (laughs) I.
0: N. E. I never.
2: You never give advice.
0: (laughs) I never know. Mm. You never know. Mm. Right. What. The next thing is going to be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well,
2: it's funny because Neil Marcus, who I mentioned to you the other day, um, who you said is an old friend or you've worked with, um, I seem to be falling into something with him right now, which is kind of cool. But just as a tangent to that, he told me a story that was kind of funny. (laughs) Somebody came up to him and said, Frank. Frank. I love your work. <laughs> I gave him a
1: kiss. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so he didn't thought, set them straight,
0: right? No, he didn't. I think All he right. just—I think he just <laughs> rolled with it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny.
0: Not a T Y E. Yesterday, years Mm. before I-C-A came to Berkeley, there was a, a guy in a wheelchair um, with the same coloring as Frank And the same communication <coughs> He had CP and he had the same communication <coughs> Thing He had a pointer and a board People Always thought that Frank was that guy Would always come up oh. to Frank and talk to him I And After and always C Mm. called came up mm. to him right after and as addressing <coughs> him as Frank oh nice <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey Frank how you doing <laughs> 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 but I think Mm. I don't Mm. think Mm. P-R-P-E people have need to Mm. P-R-promote themselves.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me think of what you and Philip were talking about on the last show, how you only need a couple of people who really appreciate your work, and <laughs> they'll promote for you. <laughs> Just in not, not, I'm not talking about it in terms of promoting, but in terms of getting the word out that there's something good happening, that they want to share with other people.
0: What? F you funny I get mm. M mm. much mm. M mm. much more B you by, by giving by not mm. by not t r trying mm. to promote you you get mm. much more by not trying to promote yourself mm. there that then the the people who put a lot of energy and effort into trying to promote mm. themselves
2: yeah 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 it's it 's getting away from this notion of who 's hot to who is interested in this type of work <laughs> you know, like genuinely it's it, this whole par- it 's like this whole paradigm shift of of what 's trendy what 's hot what 's you know selling right now to. What, wh- 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 what's, what's going on that shares my values? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Where are their shared values happening?
0: Even every...
2: Which mm. is a community building
0: thing. Every five years, I am hot. Yeah. That's been <laughs> the cycle we've <laughs> yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every right. five years. Right. Yeah. I have... I don't see... H change
2: right, <coughs> but, every, but the trend, that <laughs> the outside world does. Yes. trends come and go.
0: Or they for
1: mm-hmm.
0: forget mm. they forget what what you're about. Why they stayed away. <laughs> 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 <Nice>. <laughs> why they did not be B-O-O book me
2: right, right they forget why they didn't book you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: and be book you again
2: did you ever hear back from uh the Galleria de la raza people
0: oh no, the, from, from Guillermo's yeah people no. didn't you
2: didn't you didn't you sort of put it out there that you needed a space yeah. and yeah, she <laughs> said we'll talk
0: scared. and then she she it was out of there <laughs> 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 so fast yeah it's not like she dropped her card off on the way right right right, right yeah interesting, yeah. The book. So speaking of not promoting and the stuff that happens, we just got um, we just got this book: Franklin Furnace and the Spirit of the Avant-Garde. Mm. It's like a history of that space in New York. It's like a performance space that um, eventually got closed down, but have now like an internet pre- presence. Hmm and um they did a whole section on Frank it oh was wow. Frank and Annie together mm-hmm. and they put you know they put a photograph and they put f- the warning sign that right. know, that we have the in the performance but it's a whole uh-huh. you know it's it's a real nice piece about Frank and what we do
2: nice
0: 1 2 r read Want to read it? it?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. I would love to.
0: Okay. So let's see. I'll show you. Well, should we just start with that section? Because the, it starts out with talking about Annie, and then it kind of segues into Frank. It's, it's, it starts right there. All right.
2: On 26 January 1984, professional sex worker Annie Sprinkle had what she called a transformative experience on that day, she did her first performance art show and started to change her professional path toward the creation of erotic art rather than continue making porn films and nude pornography modeling for sex magazines. Franklin Furness was sponsoring Carnival, Carnival Knowledge, a women's art collective, which put... <laughs> Franklin started a women's art collective.
1: <coughs>
2: a women's art collective which put together a series of performance art events investigating the role of sex in art. One of the pieces was entitled Deep Inside Porn Stars and featured seven female porn stars who met regularly as Club 90, quote, to discuss problems, share successes, to network, and to gossip. The event was essentially a reenactment of one of the Club 90s meetings. Each performer had a personal moment in which reenactment in which to share something about themselves in many sorry i'm kind of stumbling here mm-hmm. okay. personal moment in which to share something about themselves in any way they wanted for her spot sprinkle chose to illustrate with slides words and a few pop, props how shy insecure scared ellen steinberg had
1: You can read those
0: post-its. Yeah, yeah so I get that rid right of that. Ellen okay.
2: Steinberg had recreated herself as Annie Sprinkle, exhibitionist, confident, fearless sex slut. <laughs> this personal visual poem was later retitled Ellen Annie, presented as a performance art piece in various other locations, featured in Sprinkle's book, Post-Porn Modernist, based on the performance by the same name and eventually reworked into the elaborate online documentary with the Robert J. Schiffer Foundation of Dayton, Ohio, giving access to the full script of the performance, all the slides used during the show, images of Sprinkle performing, and close-ups of her props and single-camera video clips available for viewing on demand. Three different versions of the script were offered on the website, reproduced in their original format to give an idea of the way the work evolved over time. Sprinkle continues to work as a professional performance artist, constantly blurring the boundaries between live art and uh, mediated culture. By her own admission in the 1980s, she was, quote, titillated and intrigued by the art world, unquote, and she believes that this new audience for her work has been equally titillated and intrigued by her work ever since. She maintains that, quote, doing... Controversial performance work requires a heck of a lot of energy and can be a really hard job, unquote. (laughs) Sprinkle proposes, quote, total creative freedom, unquote, and far less censorship as the two main reasons why she prefers to make performance art rather than porn and other traditional sex performances. In art, you could dress how you wanted, act how you wanted, and perform for as long or short as you wanted, and there didn't seem to be any very specific laws about the sex and nudity. This view was shared by Frank Moore, who has spent more than 30 years creating art and performance built around this premise. Nice picture. (laughs) Should I go on? Yeah. Moore produced two shows at Franklin Furnace. Intimate Cave was presented on Thursday, 14th, May 1987, and Journey to Lila on four different weekend evenings following Friday, 9 June 1989. He describes both events as, quote, long ritual performances, unquote. Each performance lasted about five hours intimate cave included a troupe of fifteen new york based performers annie sprinkle was one of the fifteen performers the franklin furnace press release for moore's debut in new york says that the performance featured silly pranksters who will take such things as nudity and physical contact out of the realm of adult sexuality journey to lila was different than the first performance but presented a similar setting with a cast of 16 performance artists, including Veronica Vera and Linda Montano, both of whom have been presented by Franklin Furness independently in their own right on other occasions. During his performances, Moore gives his audience an opportunity to converse with him via his letter board, a device that looks like a Ouija board, which he uses as a communication aid because he is quadriplegic. Yeah. yeah
0: which she, isn't actually, she's not quadriplegic, yeah, but everybody quite, wants to call him yeah, quadriplegic. Yeah, right. yeah.
2: And to play an active role in situations comparable to some of the classic happenings from the 1960s. The audience for Journey to Lila was invented to bring Blanket and <clears throat> Journey to the mythical island of Lila, where Frank Moore hopes to achieve his lifelong goal to help adults lose their fears and taboos associated with sex and return to a childlike reality beyond fear and doubts." The Intimate Cave, Frank Moore and his collaborators produced a book for The Intimate Cave, Frank Moore and his collaborators produced a book called Caves. He explains that when he had presented a similar show in Los Angeles the previous year People wanted to have something to take with them that would give a context to what they had just experienced, unquote. While some of his cast in New York disagreed with the idea... While some of the cast in New York disagreed with the idea of having a book about or as part of the performance, Annie Sprinkle, Sprinkle, quote, lustfully hawked, unquote, the book. Another book called The Art of Living was also published by Moore and his collaborators in 1987. Other book works followed, (coughs) (coughs) Uh, consisting mostly of photocopied sheets of paper stapled along the edge. By 1992, his most important work on paper appeared as a self-published periodical called the Cherotic Revolutionary. Revolutionary. The Periodical featured the work of several contributors, including artists, photographers, performers, writers, poets, and Moore's close collaborators. Eight issues were published by 1999, and the publication of this periodical was reluctantly abandoned because the time dedicated to it was transferred to the upkeep of a web project called Love Underground (coughs) Visionary Revolution, better known as Lover. The website combines his streaming on demand libraries of programming, audio, and video. Lever.com provides itself, uh, prides itself mm. as anti corporate and anti capitalist, offering resistance towards the web becoming just another corporate controlled selling medium. Nice. Moore was attracted to <coughs> computers. Before there were personal computers and claims to have wormed his way into having time on the big university mainframe as he studied to acquire a graduate degree in psychology from university without walls program at the University of Berkeley. He was active on BBS bulletin board system throughout the 1980s using a personal computer to connect with g Ean, kind of like... Genie. Genie, mm. oh, okay, Genie, yeah. a popular service run by General Electric. He quickly became a controversial figure, pushing libits, breaking the rules in such a way that made it very hard for them to censor. <laughs> it upset them that he, he talked about Annie Sprinkle on the New Age chat room. His postings about Annie Sprinkle were deleted by the board moderator, and the topic, of course, became why Annie was new age. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the early 1990s when Sprinkle was exploring the link between spirituality and sexuality in her own work. After Genie closed down, as most other similar BBSs did with The Coming of the Web, Moore continued his relationship with other friendly BBS members, eventually creating the E-Salon, a community of about 200 creative people brought together by regular emails. <clears throat> In 1996, one year before Franklin Furnace launched its website, Moore started the Web of All Possibilities with his partner Linda Mack and fellow artist Michael Abosch. This was the very first website by any artist presented by Franklin Furtis until then. (laughs) At first, Moore's website consisted of writings, art, and photo by Labosh and Moore, but eventually they also started adding the work of other artists as well as live webcam, giving the world a glimpse of their everyday life. Streaming audio and video documenting Moore's rituals, performances, Followed soon after, and in 1998, Joey Manley, director of Free Speech TV, gave more unlimited space and all the required bandwidth to archive all his audio and video works. Wow, that's nice.
0: Awesome. F. Free. F-E. No, F. R. E. F. R. F. E. F. E. L. Fell, fell into it. That's something that you fell no, okay. into. Okay, yeah. one of
2: these things that you just fell into. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Through this initiative, Moore has also created on, online an online archive from tape recordings of his work, which previously sat in his closet. In 1998, he was so he was also invited by the now defunct FakeRadio.com to do weekly two-hour internet radio show, Shaman's Den. A year later, Moore and his collaborators left FakeRadio.com and started doing the whole thing on their own through Lover. Annie Sprinkle was the first guest on Lover.com Shaman's Den. Frank Moore and his collaborators have remained active online active online ever since Moore has a very sharp eye for communication and insists that quote, each medium does different things, reaches different people Mm -hmm. when I asked him about using paperless frequently in recent years uh, since the rise of the internet as a mass medium he exclaimed that quote, people don't need to limit themselves to one medium exclamation, unquote Indeed, he continues delivering mm. live performances, mainly around his hometown in Berkeley, California, where he also hosts a weekly cable television show and other regular audio visual programs on the Lever website. websites. One of Moore's main goals is to create communication and pipelines for art. Yeah, Frank mm. Moore. Mm. <laughs> to this end, the works mm. of many artists are also included in the online archive at Lever. It Hi. is
0: M <coughs> A <coughs> P L U Plumber <laughs> Not A G A Gatekeeper. Ah,
2: mm. nice. You free up the pipes. Mm. You know, guard the gate. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's a beautiful metaphor.
1: <laughs> Keep reading. It's
2: just about done here. To uh, create communications for, uh, and pipelines for art. To this end, the works of many artists are also included in the online archive lever. Lo- it is a great thrill for more to realize that, quote, a piece that had a live audience of 10 people is being watched by thousands now on the web. Getting feedback from Internet viewers and hearing from other artists interested in presenting their work online through Lover makes interaction a major element of the Lover experience. <laughs> nice puns. <laughs> Most artists' books, performance art, and websites offering live art on the Internet invite direct personal contact between the artist and the reader-spectator-viewer. This makes the works feel accessible, unlike paintings hanging on a gallery wall or sculptures mm-hmm. displayed, almost like untouchable holy relics in a museum. A wider degree of participation at whatever level of interactivity rather than passive contemplation mm-hmm. is sought from the reader-spectator-viewer when the art medium is a book, performance, or website. Wilson believes that these aspects particularly... Wilson?
0: Um, Martha Wilson is the founder of Franklin Furness. Okay. Yeah.
2: Wilson believes that these aspects, particularly the greatly enhanced audience size, have brought artists and their work to audiences they never had access to before the internet. Franklin Furness operates, as it has always done, in the spirit of the work undertaken by marginalized artists like Annie Sprinkle and Frank Moore, who broadcast their artistic idea by any means possible. It is also through the development in the working methods of such artists that Franklin Furnace evolves over time. It is certainly how the organization first saw the need to move toward using the internet as the preferred venue and medium for the creation and distribution of new art, and eventually realized that it was a natural medium to continue. Frank's little light is interacting with my reading right now, so. <laughs> we're having the interactive experience, <laughs> the direct interaction. Philip? Love it.
0: Yeah, Philip kept saying... Your light is on. Frank's laser right? is on my cross. I, I think
2: you're enjoying pointing that laser <laughs> on. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, beautiful article. That's great. Yeah, when I was in art school, when I, when I first started dancing, I just was like healing from a troubled childhood, <laughs> basically. So that's what that was. I wasn't thinking about what is art and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But then when I nearly had a nervous breakdown when I was in New York on scholarship, going from Chico to New York, um, I, and I, I withdrew from things. But then when I went to art school, that's when I really started asking these questions. I'm like, I, I really had difficulty with the, um, this, this, you know, you can't touch the work idea. And I was one of the very first people um, that I saw at CCAC do an actual installation where people, and I was in the installation, where people could walk up to me and I mean, Joseph Boyce had been doing it for years and years and years, but its it, I was really surprised at CCAC that how uh, sort of archaic it still was with these ideas about high art.
0: Mm-hmm. I... R, F, freak them out. No, I, F, no, I, (laughs) D, R, Mm. O, drove Mm. in to, oh, the museum. Um, We're faking to drive Mm. a motorized Mm. wheelchair. Mm. This was in the 70s. And we lived um on Bancroft, mm. so he could just drive straight up and be at the University Art Museum mm-hmm. there at the top of the hill. so mm. he used to just drive in, and of course they'd never stop him to ask him to pay because he'd just tool right past nice. them. <laughs> and he parked himself in between um two paintings on the wall, and he had mm. just been um he had just mm. been given this um talking mm. board by this organization that thought he should get rid of this old thing and and he, didn't, he ended up not liking it. But the way he used it was he um, had programmed in some things and he had a sign that he had typed up that said, um, Living Art on Loan by the Artist. Feel oh, free great. to explore. Oh, that's great. And so people would come nice. up to him and touch mm. him. And he did that for quite a while. Oh, that's beautiful. I was I C R A and Mm. cranked it up the volume Mm. on the (laughs) (laughs) machine and you know the people at the museum you know they knew because he kept doing it you know and they just let him do it wow yeah that's
2: awesome Mm.
0: i love it he'd come home with a bag full Mm. of names and phone numbers of people that wanted we at the time we were also shooting a video that wanted to be in the video we were oh, doing. Oh, that's
2: great. That's mm. great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Break down those walls. Mm.
0: Things always F A fall into your into your lap if you don't. T, try. Mm.
1: Mm. Right,
2: Mm. right. Just stay focused on your work, (laughs) what it is that drives you.
0: (laughs) You, if I, P, L. A, planned. Yeah. Right, right. Because Frank always says, if people say, what is your plan? Mm. He says, if I had a plan, it, mm. wouldn't be, it wouldn't be anywhere near as great as my life has been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. by just following things, mm-hmm. it's, it's just been great. Mm-hmm. A plan would limit it. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Just the other night. Not the other night. It was about a month ago. He's not talking to me right now, my father. But <laughs> back to my dad. Just the other night, he was like, you know, because I'm, you know, financially <laughs> not doing great um, as a starving artist. Um, and and I'm, I'm living in a house that he owns. Um, something I never wanted to. It was a fluke that I moved in there. But anyway, he but was over for the
0: dinner. the one The one, you are P-I-C-K, picketing, no, P-I-C-K-I, picking, P, people, up, at, B. A. R. Bart.
2: Oh, before my show, my house Mm -hmm. show. Yeah, I'm gonna pick people up from Bart and take them Mm -hmm. up to my house. This is the house. Mm -hmm. That's the house I live in. Yeah. Yeah. But what I was saying was, um, just based on what you just back on to piggyback on what you were just Mm -hmm. saying about letting things sort of take their course and fall into place not making a plan. My dad was just saying this to me, you know, not too long ago, you know, I was just never one of these people that, that, that says, oh, something will happen, something will happen, and just living, that, living my life that way, and I mean, he was saying this, sort of, you know, making the assumption that that's what I was saying.
0: <laughs> oh, then, obviously, yeah. that's true about yeah, right, him. <laughs> right, right, obviously. <laughs> And look at him. But it's, I
2: mean, it's so, I still, you know, he's still my father and he still has a certain, like, you know, it kind of, it's always this little, like, I I still haven't escaped from the evil empire because I still feel that thumb on my spirit when, when he says things like this repeatedly to me over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. It's a little like, oh, oh, (laughs) so it's so nice to hear it. From you (laughs) what I really believe in. It's just an affirmation, you know, Mm. when you're getting constant negative input on from, you know, another place. Mm.
0: I always have A M. I always have two B. T, I always have to be F L E flexible.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: B E because Mm. I never, I never know. Yeah, what Mm. will T A take? Oh, take off!
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. For mm. years, mm. be what? Be flexible for years? No, what? Mm. For years? Mm. For years? Mm. I, no. Mm. You have to be flexible for years. Is that I what mean you mean? Like TCR? Mm. Oh, something will take off and then it will have a run of oh, years. Oh, years, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Something that he. Didn't right. plan on but right. right, and then exactly. he follows that and lets mm. and lets it go and for years. He plays mm. it out exactly,
2: and you have to maintain a certain level of openness for those things to happen. Yes,
0: L. I. L. U. Lover. Mm. O. Obviously, O. B- o- the outrageous beauty review mm. are both examples. C. Mm. F. F-R, no, T, T, T T-C-R. That was the zine that we did um, during the 90s. The P-R-E press presidential mm-hmm. running for president that was a couple of years didn't yeah, pl- that right. fell that just fell into our lap
2: right 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 right
0: all of the things that mm-hmm. were really like these major things <laughs> in our life were things that we didn't anticipate or plan yeah. but yeah. followed them yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah i and p People think you have to do one thing.
2: I have to do one thing.
0: People think you have to do one thing. Yeah, right. Like they limit themselves.
2: I have a single path um. yeah boy specialization <laughs> um. <laughs> myopia
0: <laughs> we like at any given time we're doing a multiple remote, like you know because we do this show mm-hmm. and we and we manage and mm-hmm. do lover which is mm-hmm. constant you know mm-hmm. dealing with bands and mm-hmm we do the performance series frank's being interviewed by a magazine mm. now that yeah. you know so there's like always like this layers and layers of stuff yeah yeah and a lot of times people that know us from one thing have no idea mm. you know like we just had somebody who sends us music She from um mm. has been sending us music for years mm. And she went on the website and she wrote to Frank and she said, Oh my God, mm. it's such an honor. I had no idea, mm. you know, and it's like so it's like every once in a while people will yeah. kind of figure out yeah. that yeah. we do these other things. S. S-O- oh. So she so now she's doing a show on lover. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and you know, kind of getting back to the art world, that's another or the performance Theater world or whatever world—it's mm. <laughs> like that that sort of world that I've kind of emerged into, and now finding myself a little bit marginalized. Um, I think one of the reasons why is because there was a moment during that time where mm. I was doing grant proposals and you know all the nine yards, mm. the whole nine yards, and there, and and of course mm. I don't have the resume to get because I've had all these different career paths and I've had all these different things going on when, in the end, I really don't have any regrets. Maybe I could have gotten a little bit more out of the Nikolai Lewis and not moved there with, you know, a lesbian alcoholic lover. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was one
2: regret. But, but I still was kind of in a, you know emotionally dysfunctional place anyway and I may not have gotten the we most out of it.
0: P-R-O problem, probably, not, probably not. Probably
2: not. Uh, Which ab- part? About
0: getting more out of it if she hadn't been there oh, with a lesbian alcoholic lover. probably not all there exactly. was out of it that there was to get out of it. Because was I was already out of in a it.
2: place. But I, I really feel that all of the experiences mm-hmm. that I've had c- totally inform and contribute to the material and the work that I deal with now. So...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And R-E-S-U, <laughs> resume, <laughs> resumes, don't get you, grants, get you, G-I, gigs, right. resumes, don't get you, right.
2: gigs. Right, you just make your own gig in the home theater festival, <laughs> or just create your own gig.
0: We, we, no, um, there, then, no, my, my resume. How many pages is Frank's resume? Right. Twenty pages, right. something like yeah, that. I'm
2: sure. I'm sure.
0: If resumes got us gigs, we'd be performing <laughs> yeah, right. all over the place. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I and my resume is could be twenty pages long too, but it's all completely disparate things. I don't think so. They all relate to who I am and the work that I do. But you know, an equestrian, ski instructor, visual artist, dancer, <laughs> school teacher, technology, arts, web designer. <laughs> it's like doesn't doesn't quite fit into any neat
0: package Mm. as
2: people want.
0: Mm. S O So U P I C K Pick Mm. U You pick up S T Strangers at at Bart and drive them to, to my your house. Your home to your house. And P R P E perform Naked.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think I'm performing naked? <laughs> <laughs> I do perform naked. I have yes. performed naked.
0: Your your website? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have performed naked. Yeah. And I am going to... I'm not going to pick people up from BART. I'm having my friends pick people, <laughs> strangers up from BART. <laughs> so it'll be even more strangers to them because they don't know any of my <laughs> friends <who> are coming.
0: <laughs> and I get... And I get shit... And you get shit. <laughs> 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 E X P L A Explain
2: Explain What My house show That's happening Yes
0: <laughs> Is that it Is that what you want To be
1: explained? Yeah Yes
0: Um your n your k i n k kinky
2: my i'm not kinky
0: he said you're kinky my your kinky. kinky show no oh you is that what you said your kinky house show my kinky house show <laughs> <laughs>
2: no 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 yeah well Kinky. It depends on how you're defining kinky.
0: (laughs) Picking strangers up from (gasps) Bart. Is that that an aspect of it? Yes. Hmm. Is P H I L I Philip In He's not in it.
2: He's coming, though. He better come. (laughs) <laughs> I still owe him money for his house show. I told him when he comes to my house show, I'll take money from my pot and give it to him for his house show. <laughs> so it's, I'm um, it's, I mean, really excited. Um, Brian Dini is, is a guy who lives in San Francisco, extremely queer, extremely amazing about just creating events and um, not you know, not worrying about the whole art institution BS um, and just creating shows, letting the shows curate themselves. He has this, basically, it's like a book club. It's called the League of Burnt Children. And he gets, you know, people who usually spend a lot of time in the clubs reading in a book club every week. And then they, the, the, whatever literature they're reading informs a big performance that mm-hmm. has that he puts on called Queer Autonomous Zone. Well, he is a uh, kind of hyper, hyper literate person and a hyper like intake of information. And he wrote this manifesto called Hipsters of the Hyper Real, a manifesto for the I generation. And I do not consider myself a hipster. I don't really even consider myself an I generation person. Um, but he s- was speaking so much truth in this manifesto. And What
0: is the I-generation?
2: I-generation, Internet generation.
0: Oh, huh. You're
2: I-generation. Right. <laughs> even though...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know it. First performance art, now I-generation. <laughs> yeah, right, right,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, i ge- it's sort of like there's there was the baby boomers then there was the generation x after that and then it was like, and then it's like i generation i guess mm-hmm. those are the categories or whatever mm-hmm. so but he he's constantly he this this manifesto is this constant feedback loop of you know how how we can make use of the tools of labeling and you know the behemoth mm-hmm. the evil empire make use of the tools of it in order to subvert it and do with it what we need to do to evolve and i just read it and um it just i was like this is the text for my my house show so i'm using a lot of the text from from that um and um i have one two three performers there's going to be Luku is he's just a wonderful wonderful guy who is a tuva throat singer And he's going to be, like, sitting out in the trees where people can't see him, throat singing Mm. through the entire performance. Mm. (laughs) And the piece is called Entrainment. So it's kind of juxtaposing this whole hyper-real I-Generation manifesto onto the, like, natural environment that I live in, up in the trees in the Oakland Hills. Um, I'm going to be in a tree, like, ten feet off of the deck for part of it. We're going to be dancing on the roof for part of it. Luku is going to be singing, throat singing for part of it. Um, And then there's a special little feature that I don't want to give away. (laughs) (laughs) My filing cabinet is going to be in it again. Okay, I'll I'll tell you. Basically, there's there's going to be a woman laying. The filing cabinet will have been turned over on its back with the drawers pulled out, and there's going to be a woman laying in it, and it's filled with dirt. And she's so she's laying in this filing cabinet. And it's filled with dirt, and she's going to be so. Each of us read part of this manifesto, and different events happen, and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of you kind of have to come see it. There's like all these different elements that actually weave together quite nicely.
0: S. E. E. C. O. No C. K. I. N C kinky. <laughs> kinky. <laughs> See, it's kinky. See? <laughs> and yeah, there is going to be. Okay.
2: So, I mean, basically,
0: <laughs> I and at your father's <laughs> house to make it even more kinky. Oh, God. And at your father's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. It exactly. At exactly. Your father's you know, house. I
2: would have invited him. If he wasn't so rude... I fixed dinner for him the other night and he walked out on me. (laughs) It's like that. So, you know, if he hadn't been so rude to me last time, I would have invited him, as kinky as it is. Because he doesn't really understand art, so he just comes to, like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm calling I'm basically sort of the tagline for it is that me and my crew are I'm sort of a shepherdess for the cultural schizophrenics the marginalized um, geniuses the um, oh I don't know if there's one other sort of thing that I say and we sort of take people on a, on a journey to um, align ourselves with the sort of angular alignment with the least likely and that's kind of how I'm describing the piece there it is
0: I I am L I L U lucky my M O my mom and brother came to perform came to Frank's performances mm. and workshops nice. over the years.
2: yeah, yeah it's it's um am- it's amazing the difference it makes when you get that little bit of support from <laughs> sort of where you're coming from.
0: <laughs> even when I was getting. B. E. A. Mm. Beaten. Beaten. Mm. Even when you were getting beaten. Beaten up. At. A. Mm. P. Mm. U. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> right, <coughs> right, Frank's mom came to a punk club in L- downtown LA when Frank was performing <coughs> there, and um yeah, there she is sitting in the audience, <coughs> you know, this elderly woman, and it was just Frank sitting on the stage all by himself, Saturday night, the place <coughs> was packed, it's a rough neighborhood, and... um Frank was, at that point, it was him singing along with taped music. And so it was all these like corny message songs from the 60s. I'm not like everybody else. Walk a mile in my <laughs> shoes. So we would do Sonny and Share." I got you, babe. I come out as share, and, and the audience. I mean, it was all these like punk guys and their gals, gals and guys and their punk spike outfits they were just screaming and jeering at him and yanking at his legs and Connie's just sitting there like totally confident that Frank can deal with this which he did you know and I was in the dressing room at the beginning and a band that was also going to be playing that night that didn't know I was with Frank this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen why did they let a guy like that out of the house and the audience was screaming and yelling at him but we, you know, kind of grew up at the mm-hmm. Mabuhay doing our show for three and a half years, and we're used to people throwing glasses and mm. bones at us <laughs> and B. L. Black Flag. When Black oh, Flag uh, yeah. would play after us, they had a really rough crowd, and yeah. and Frank's cast was very uptight about it because they literally mm. were throwing things at us, and so mm. Frank said put me out on the stage, and he would be just like upstage there in one corner, and he would just like scream back <laughs> at the crowd while they're like the show's just going on. He's just like a side act there, and boy, would he shut him up. It was like they didn't know what the hell to make of this guy, wow. you know. Wow. And so he would just sit there and shut him up. So he was like used to that. Right. He was comfortable right. with that. Right. By the second song, the crowd, it, this is now in, back in this L.A. club, are quiet, mm. and you can just see they're just trying to figure out what's mm-hmm. the what's the deal with this guy. Wow. By the third song, they're singing along, <laughs> they're rocking and chanting. These are the same people, the same punkers punks. That were like These the guys wow. that were that were the roughest that were pulling at his legs eventually inched their way up to the stage so that by the last couple songs, they were giving Frank neck massages. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> and he was awesome. adorned in all their jewelry. Oh, by the yeah, we still so have it hanging out in the studio. The, you know, the whole thing. Oh, that's encore, nice. that's encore. So nice. And I that same that. band that mm. had been in the dressing room came back later and said, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. This guy mm. is amazing. Black's yeah. Leg? Uh, no, these oh. are the band that had been in the dressing room okay. saying why do they let a guy like oh. this out of, you oh. know, now all of a sudden they're back. Frank is the most amazing guy i would ever seen. And Connie, you know, sat mm. there, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the boy. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she. S. Said. She. K. Knew. That you were okay, that mm. you could take care of yourself. Right, she right, wasn't right. worried about him. Right. Yeah.
2: Wow. Uh, Pretty stoic mom. No, mm. <laughs>
1: mm.
2: oh, that's beautiful. I mean that that I mean that's just like a testament to what what your art is all
0: about. Mm. Mm. I. F. I, T, F-I-R, first, S, A, saw, the, B, I, C, B-I-D, B-I-D,
1: E-O,
0: video, of the S-T-R-E Street, P-E-R, performance, where people e x c exchange c close
2: oh yeah mm. <laughs> so what about that
0: he's uh, he, that's your performance he's talking about
2: that's that's the performance that I was in yeah yeah, yeah. with the off center one of my last interactions with the off center
0: (laughs) you're saying that's the first video you saw oh yeah that that was your work that was fun that was
2: fun that was just we were all basically Mm. it was the Castro Street Fair and they asked the off center to um, come and intervene do an intervention Mm. and this I was in the process of working with the Off Center on a piece called 45 by 45, which I co-directed and choreographed, an improvisational score with 45 people in 45 minutes on stage, Mm -hmm. um, which was actually a lot of fun. Um, But, um, so they asked us to come and do an intervention. Mm -hmm. And they asked me to kind of lead it, me and Honey McMoney, and they ended up sort of taking over and leading it, and it ended up being more of a sort of a... And I'm just like, okay, whatever, you know. So it ended up being more of just sort of like somebody initiated Mm -hmm. something and everybody else sort of joined in. And I don't even remember who initiated taking off Mm -hmm. their clothes to begin with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was one section of it. (laughs) I edited the video way down. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of... We were out there for like four hours, and I Mm -hmm. edited it down to what I thought was kind of the nicest funnest moments
0: I like to M O all of Your, I like all of your videos. Mm,
2: Thank you. Wow. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I
1: Mm.
0: have W. Mm. R. written. A. Oh, a poem? Mm. L. A. Last. You wrote a poem last mm. night. Ah. Frank wrote a poem last night.
2: Ah. I was just going to ask, what do you like about them? That's probably in the poem. <laughs> or maybe not.
0: Do you want Kira to read the poem? Would you read the poem? Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. The Dance Without Dancers. Oh, I like that. What we have here is only the first smell of fresh magic. Matter is hollow tubes containing fibers of packets of possibility. Matter is symbol, is metaphor, containing possibilities. These packets shape matter. These packets, in turn, are reshaped by each body object they pass through. We are affected by the stars, and the stars are affected by us. We affect the tarot cards and the I Ching coins we cast. The physicists affect the subatomic particles they observe. By reshaping these inner packets, the material reality is reshaped. The inner rivers of possibility are two-way on the linear level. The magical effects are always two-way. The light of the Sun warms us, but we affect the Sun through the same channel we have entered the level of the dynamic web of relationships in which the individual does not exist. In place of the individual there appear points of personal responsibility in dance. It is not the sun that warms, nor is it us who are warmed. It is the dance of no dancers, the dance of relationships that warms and that is warmed. Reality, creation is a dance, we are the dancers, but in truth it is a dance without dancers. If we really take on personal responsibility for the dance, we surrender to the dance, give up individual control, give up individual thinking with the results. By taking on the personal responsibility for the dance, we are the dance. We melt with the dance. We are only the dance. We admit these facts. It is not a question of becoming but of remembering and admitting. It is a question of being, living, dancing, lustfully, without controls or limits, in responsibility. The life dance is beyond morals or limits. It joyfully digs into the dance, to the juicy black core. Yay. That's beautiful. I love love what you're saying about responsibility in here. If you take responsibility, if we really take on personal responsibility for the dance, we surrender to the dance, give up individual control, give up individual linking with, result, with the results. We are the dance. By taking on personal responsibility for the dance, we are the dance.
1: Mm.
2: That's beautiful. I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs>
2: I feel like... I feel like you get my work um, in a way in which I don't feel like we've actually communicated other than through, like, a poem or something like that. I I have a hard time articulating what it is that I'm doing with my work sometimes. But, you know, I've got my little sort of statement of intention on my yeah. website, which I know that you've read. Um, but I really, I don't know, It's it's really nice to... To yeah. read your poetry and to understand this, there's a there's a definitely a spiritual yeah. link going on, in terms of appreciation for for what's going on in each other's work.
0: Would would you r e a read a n Another sure. another
1: piece?
0: Mm. Yeah. L O locked in, locked out. I think that's in the big locked binder. Locked in, locked out. It's in the I can get it. It says it right, I right there. <laughs> I can find it, I think.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's in the big book. This is
0: a heavy mother. <laughs> I'll find it for you. We're getting a stack of stuff here, <laughs> maybe. I? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. You, the poem is for you. Oh,
2: thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. All right, here it is. So it is, let's say. Okay, it's, it ends right there where the page is short. It's like four pages, I think.
2: Okay. Locked In, Locked Out by Frank Moore, March 12, 2004. Evolution searches out potential within every life form, within every experiment, flowing through change, flowing through adaptations into new possibilities. This tide wave moves everything, shapes everything, leaving everything which doesn't find the ever-changing potential within its soul behind just didn't live out within the dynamic dance of existence. Failures are the golden steps mm. of expanding creation. Mm. But we civilized humans have been denied for most of the blink of our history, most of our potential. The tide wave has been dammed up. Evolution has been funneled down into a narrow, high-pressure laser focused for profit and power of the hidden few. Most ...of our potential is locked in, locked away, locked out, locked up. Locked away in closets, locked up in factories of meaningless work. Locked away in warehouses of wanting to die. Death waits, a dull lifetime to come. Locked outside the margins. Locked outside on the homeless streets. Locked inside the suburbs of isolation. Locked within the walled communities of comforting, unreasoning fear locked up within well-paid sitcoms, locked out, toiling in the fields, not allowed to eat the food, dying in the false famine, dying from thirst in the, American du- uh, in the African dust, manufactured from bottle demand, dying from sickness, preventable, curable, locked away within the dark other, locked in the kitchen, cooking artificial food of bland pretending, routine not fulfilling any need or love, Locked down in chains on the sofa, on the shrinks couch, absorbing unattainable desires. Locked in gridlock, not coming, not going, just sitting within unmoving isolation, listening to the latest music of loveless loneliness, all shining and cold, locked away in the passionless bedroom with the glass ceiling, tied down in the bed of hopelessness, tied down, locked up in the nursing home, lifeless. Lifetimes of wisdom Dismissed and forgotten Locked up in padded cells Dangerous healing imagination Being burned up by the electric shock Burning up the trash That could save us all Locked up on death row Within the isolation cells Lies change It will not die Even under Tortures of of 10,000 Years just lock it up Damn it Mm -hmm. up with the oily gum of dogma, manufacture fear and mistrust of the other of different of of the other of difference, pour the many flavors of this poison of bigotry from childhood and mother milk in God's image on the blackboard, of colouring within the lines, lock what's acceptable, normal within the lines, then send these good citizens off on crusades of killing, off the different other of, of, the, of the different other, of killing off diversity, which is the curse of profitability, the brew of bigotry, blinds the eyes to red, red is the color of all human blood, blinds us to we all are locked in, locked up, locked away on the plantations of slavery, in the sweatshops of suppression, in the factory farm fields of exploitation in the occupied territories of closing walls, of refugees' camps, of wandering Jews, of death camps, warehouses of all kinds, filled with waiting to die, living hopes, dreams, loves, imaginations, cultures of the human spirit, which do not fit into power, wealth, and the controlled reality. Yep. We are all in there, including most of you, who believe you are the masters and the guards, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: in your dank cubbyholes of fear and addictions, And within ourselves, we have been digging throughout the ages, underground passages, linking passions together. When we reach to touch one another, the bars melt like butter. We sing together in words that the masters can't understand. We create together, dream, imagine together. We hope and make love together behind the dam in evolution. The silly, mentally retarded girl giggles as she runs to hug an absolute stranger. This is hope of evolution. The police hose fires, high-pressure profits, blasting of shortages through the dam's holes, business as usual, but it looks like evolution is about to burst through the Mm. dam. Will it destroy all of us? Who knows? We always have lived with doomsday, judgment day, around the corner. Sometimes it came, sometimes it didn't. But I'm betting that our underground potential will be released in the coming flood and will expand but then this is written by a guy who was supposed to have died long ago in one of those death cells. There's always hope hidden up our sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, this is probably one of the things that, that appealed to you on my website <laughs> about my whole thing about touch and... Um, sort of trying to undo these scores that we live in, that we are raised in. I believe that we have these sort of scores of movement in our bodies and that that's one of the things that dance has done for me and, and, and contact improvisation is to, is to constantly sort of stock ourselves and be aware of those scores. It's the only way that we're going to like get out of them, is to recognize them first. Um, so that's kind of how I work with dance and movement, as well as, like, my nakedness on stage. My, the reason why I get naked on stage is just to get people a little bit more in touch with nature, our, our human nature. Um, it, it It's not... It's like, you know, for some people it's it's shocking... For others, it's just uncomfortable. For others, you know, it's titillating. And I like to try to challenge all of that. So I get over the titillation, get over the shock, get over it. It's just another body. <laughs> it's just your body. D.
0: S. So. Will. Will you... d a dance w i with with me at the next performance
2: ah okay so <laughs> I, <laughs> I will dance with you sure but I can't be mediated. that's my whole thing mm. is I'm in a state w- with my art right now where it's it's collaboration or not at all <laughs> um, and and I very much honor the state that I'm in um, in performance at any moment and and you know, you know now that I come from a lot of weird baggage <laughs> and and some of your work brings some of that up for me, and, as you could tell, like at the last performance, you know, I was triggered in some ways, and I had to honor that state and be in that state
0: b a s bass bass base, based on
2: based on that
0: poem do a dance based on that mm. poem
2: oh yeah, i'd have to.
0: We could give you a copy
2: yeah mm. i mean this is i mean this is basically like okay. all of my work mm-hmm. <laughs> i just mm-hmm. one dance on this poem how could we do that e
0: exactly <laughs> exactly uh, C-A-L-L, mm. 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 L, calling mm. your mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: B, uh, calling your B, you, your bluff. My bluff? He's calling your bluff.
2: I don't know what bluff there is. Mm. If I'm bluffing, I don't know what it is.
1: Mm.
2: What's my bluff? Calling my baggage, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. He says yeah. Calling, Calling my your ba- ba- baggage. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, mm. we're we're all doing the best we can with where we're at. Mm.
0: S. Mm. So.
1: So. <laughs>
0: R. Are we? S. Mm. E. Are we set? Mm-hmm. Are we set? <laughs>
2: <laughs> as, long as, as long as you honor where I'm at and you don't try to push me to do something that I'm not interested in doing. Like, I don't get naked when somebody says get naked. That, that's like sort of, I just don't do that. If somebody says get naked, I am like, no, sorry. doesn't how? work like that.
0: <laughs> get How? No, get. D. Get dressed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Yeah, but it, you might you might have to come at it from that direction, right? You might have to come at it from that direction stealthily, so I can't tell what you're doing. Not obvious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was too obvious. <laughs> I'm like
2: a teenage girl that way.
0: <laughs> you have to be very uh, why, why,
2: <laughs> why? Because I was. Asked and told to take off my clothes all the time. And it's like, I don't do that. I won't do that. I'm not going to S- do that.
0: So, how? No, so get. So get over it. <laughs> get D. <laughs> R. Dr- get dressed. Mm-hmm. U. N. T. Until. Until. You feel mm. like getting undressed, so get dressed.
2: See, I, I don't have any issues in, in privacy or in play with exactly the work that you do, Frank. Um, I have friends who I have spent time with that I taught them how to be naked. I taught them how to fart and burp because they were so repressed they didn't even know how to fart, you know. I have friends that really, really, really appreciate me for how comfortable I am with my body and with my nudity and their nudity and having it totally beyond the sexual. Um, But... When I'm put into a situation where it's assumed people are going to get naked, where there's a sort of an assumption of um, eroticism, that's where I, I'm like, eh, 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 eh.
0: I never assume.
2: Okay, great, <laughs> good. <laughs> I felt that at the last performance, I felt like okay, there's an expe- there's an expectation that I'm gonna get naked and I'm gonna dance, <laughs> and, and that's why I was like, mm, mm. no. Because Frank, let me let me get into this. The <laughs> 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 the, I I feel like somebody who's seen as a sexless, neutered invalid is just as uh, much of a prison as the oversexualization of a person. And who? I, th- I have
0: who, who is that? <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> this is what I got off of your shaman's when, when I read art about of the shaman. Yeah, the art of the shaman. It was just really, I love that empowerment that you mm. that you sub- you subverted that image. You sub- you just mm. you fucked it all up. Excuse my language, can you say that stuff? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really admire, I, adm- I so much admire that work. And yet, at the same time, I'm coming almost from the opposite spe- part of the spectrum of growing up being constantly over-sexualized. If I wasn't in a mode of being sexy or cute, I was invisible. Mm-hmm. I had to do the fancy dance in order to get attention from the adults that I was around, to be sexy, and so that's my sort of what I'm subverting is is if you're gonna ha- if you have some projection or expectation of me to be sexy, I'm not going to do it, <laughs> and I'm going to continue to assert what is important what to me in this morning in this moment
0: is sexy.
2: I don't know. That's every individual has a different mm. idea of that. Mm. But but you can sense when when there's an expectation or you're being projected upon, or I mean, you know this, and that's what I like to mess with. That's what I like to play mm. around with. And I also have some like, kind of like, mm, I'm I, I'm kind of. St-
0: Staunch about. <laughs> I did not. N. Oh, I didn't notice. You didn't <laughs> notice. D no s so mm. we can e explore the p o the poem mhm
2: yeah yeah let's mm. let's 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 yeah yeah I- it's funny cuz what i you asked me what's sexy And to me, what's sexy is the least expected, Mm. is, um, you know, true connection, true um, communication. That's what's sexy to me, whether it's through the skin or whether it's through just, you know, an intimate conversation. That's something that I find repeatedly over and over again. I don't know. Did you see the pictures of me in the water? on online on facebook i'm in the water and no 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 okay they're in my photo albums but the guy that took those pictures he was talking about how he was like sort of he his whole thing was he's he's looking for intimacy he's looking for more intimacy and 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 this is how he you know he he takes these nude photographs and does dolphin dancing in the water and all this stuff you know, in a sort of to have more intimacy with people and to find more intimacy, and while we're having this sort of pre-shoot discussion, mm. we're 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 having a really mm. pretty intimate conversation about nudity, about eroticism, and I've told you about how I feel about that word because mm. um, I feel like we're always erotic, and the word erotic is a little bit too my, myopic, but he, you know, he's. But as we were having the conversation, I could tell he had sort of this impatience. And he wanted to get to the part where I took my clothes off. And he could start taking these pictures of me. And to me, if intimacy of is what he was after, he was missing out on all the intimacy that was happening during that conversation. And it's that kind of sort of the preoccupation with the sex, with the n- nudity. They
0: always they always do yeah. miss out on this, what's yeah. right there in front of them.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like... This is S E. This is sexy.
2: Yeah, Mm. totally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not Mm. A V avoiding is sexy.
2: Yeah, Mm. definitely. Absolutely. Mm. Hundred percent in alignment on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not avoiding is
0: sexy. S. So we should, could, would, could, we could, S. T. A. Start the. We could start the dance. Before the performance, now before the P, people come into the space.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That would be important. Absolutely. Uh, that's yeah. crucial, I think. Mm. Because I'm not, if, if we were to be doing some sort of a dance together, mm. I mean, it's, Especially like the first time, I mean, we'd have to do it a few times, and then if I felt comfortable you know, because that's part of the intimacy. It's like sharing I don't know, it has to evolve. It's, I, I, I'm not a, probably not as good at it as you are. <laughs> like I need more practices. Three.: Three? Oh. Three.
0: You're more free. Than no, no, it was three. Three. Three hours. Uh, you're saying that 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 there's three hours to work with oh. to warm up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But do you want to re? Do you want to rehearse before the performance?
2: Yeah. I think that would probably be a good idea.
0: Yeah, so we could just set that up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. Can't happen before my house show.
0: When is your house show? It's
2: Saturday. Oh yeah. This coming Saturday,
0: March twelfth. Yeah.
2: It's like I'm not. I can't. I can't do too many things at once. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm.
0: Yeah. What? B. A. R, T, what BART station will p- you be picking um, people up from? I'll be
2: picking people up from the Rockridge BART station, but I w- I don't think I'll have anybody that would be able to transport your chair. You, oh guys, I you guys i don't No, he's directly. not
0: asking about us. I think he's just letting people oh. know because yeah, yeah, you yeah. said <laughs> it's Saturday. Yeah. So he's See like putting the word out.
2: This is, this is something that is like it's an issue. Um, Neil did a performance. He perf- performed a protest outside of Philip Wong's house because Philip Wong's house is not accessible, mm. and I thought it was great. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it was it was great. Uh-huh. It's probably maybe he got it the idea from J.
0: H. E. Hey. Mm. At. I. I am mm. thinking of mm. T E telling people telling P P O E W Pow, pow, pow. Oh, you're thinking of telling them? Yeah, they. need to have the entire space accessible. Accessible.
2: Yeah, definitely. Mm. But what happened at Phillip's show was, we all rallied together and just carried Neil up and brought his chair up. And I thought that was wonderful because, you know, I'm not in a position to, I live on a hill like this. You have the stairs down to my house and then it's two-story, it's this little tiny box that's like vertical Mm. (laughs) on the side Mm -hmm. of the hill. Um, I certainly don't have the means to make it more accessible but i've got bodies and friends and dancers mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. carry mm-hmm. people downstairs and and i love that i love that it's like make use of what the resources are available
0: we. and we p i p i p u n punk clubs r You: Usually not, not accessible. accessible. Yeah. I mean most of our life we've been carrying, Frank, right. up or down right. s- flights of stairs.: right. yeah.
2: yeah. So anyway, you were asking about the barts. So I just wanted to like interject that. so if you want to come, mm. and there'd be plenty of people there <laughs> that could carry you down the stairs if you were interested in coming.
0: When?: Tell um, Tell people? No, when? What? What time?
2: Okay, so it's Saturday. Uh, people that don't have vehicles meet at Rockridge Bart at 5:59 p.m. That's exactly when the sun sets. It's very much mm. like dealing with like nature and the whole universe. <laughs> so people are driving up to my house as the sunset, dusk is happening as they see us, you know, performing on the roof of the house. Um, the show, if you have a vehicle, it'll probably start around 6:30. Um, so, Rockwoods Bart Station, 5.59 p.m. Saturday, March 12th. When and I'll feed you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> At the performance. Mm.
2: After the performance. There's dinner mm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. BYOB. And other drugs.
0: (laughs) Who, what is your address?
2: Five eight four nine Merrywood Drive, Oakland. Nine four six one one. It's M E R R I E W O O D, Merrywood
0: Drive.
1: Mm.
0: D A. D, (laughs) Dad. A, if you're watching or listening.
2: What do I want to say to my dad if he's
0: watching? (laughs) Yeah, he's saying, Dad, if you're watching or listening. Mm C, O, come. Come on by. Come on by. (laughs) Saturday.
2: (laughs) Yep, definitely. Mm.
0: Anything mm. you mm. want to mm. a Say. Ask. ask? Ask Frank. Anything you want to ask Frank?
2: Um, I think we've covered it. I think we've covered pretty much all the things that I was curious about talking about.
0: Want mm. to... R, e read the n u the numbers the numbers game
2: read the numbers game
0: it's a a piece Frank wrote Mm -hmm. called the numbers game let me I think it's in there let me look for it (laughs) okay Think you called that a poem? No. Mm -hmm. Updated numbers game. So it's this page and a little bit on the next page. I. K. Keep. having to update it because it mm-hmm. is incorrect. Well, you'll see that was written and updated in 2002 and it's not accurate anymore.
2: Okay. The updated numbers game by Frank Moore 1997 updated 2002 and has yet to be updated again. <laughs> most people think to be the most effective, you have to reach as many people as possible. And to do that, they think you have to do it through the mass media. And to do that, they think you have to fit, water down, the content, style, and form to the mass media to play by the rules of the game. This is based on the faulty formula of effectiveness equals number, (laughs) directly reached, or how big the audience is. It always seemed to me this formula is extremely simplistic and inaccurate. Mm. A more accurate formula is <laughs> effectiveness equals purity of the art mm. times number directly reached times 10. Mm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> purity, <laughs> purity of the art is a measurement of how close the delivered art is to the original intent, yeah. content, message, power, etc. Obviously, the higher the... P.A. count, (laughs) the more effective the art is. It is simple science. You can just imagine what happens if the P.A. count happens to be in the negative. By the way, the 10, the 10 presents number indirectly reached, which in reality is always an unknown number. I've never focused on how many people have come in contact with the work. I focus on doing the work. So I have never been sucked into the numbers addiction. have never been tempted to shape the work to get an audience. Nice. But it is fun to look back at the, most, at the almost 30 years of work and try to figure out how many people have come in contact with the work. In reality, I can figure out only the rough minimum. To start with, I average one public performance, including lectures, concerts, performances, per month. So in 30 years, I have done at least 360 public performances. My biggest audience was about 500. But I have had a lot of five-people audiences. My average audience is probably 30. So at least 10,800 people have come to the live public performances that I have done. In addition, over 500 people, cast, uh, cast, students, other artists, clients, have done over 1,080 private performances, private rituals, workshops, rehearsals. So at least 11,300 people have directly experienced and -hmm. have been directly affected by the live work. By the way, since some of the performances lasted 48 hours, the average time of a performance Mm. is probably five hours. So I've probably done about 7,200 hours in performance. (laughs) As well, we can keep track every month at least one article written either by me or someone else about the work or yeah. about the philosophy behind the work, mm-hmm. is published somewhere in the world. This is mostly small zines, but with some large magazines and newspapers. Mm. So maybe one like million... Like this book. Yeah. Like this book.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't, r u, are you. And then um, the l- a couple months ago, he was in a mainstream Russian magazine, an interview, a big mm. interview. And also reaching a large, uh, very large audience.
2: Right. So maybe 1,800,000 people have Mm -hmm. read about the work in this way if the average readership is 5,000. On average, once a year, I pop up on radio, on TV, in a movie, or in a book. If we take 5,000 for the average audience of these venues, we have reached another 150,000 people. So through media the work reaches 1,950,000 people. So the work reaches more or less directly 1,961,300 people at least, without even trying. (laughs) 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 Add to this the 17,575 people who have visited our website at www.europlay.com during our first year on the web, and the number jumps to 1,978,875. But in reality, each of these people affect influence on average at the very least 10 other people. So the real magical circle of influence is (laughs) 19,788,750. Talk about mass communications. (laughs) I am sneaking back in here in 2002. The website has grown over the years. Now when we last checked over a year ago, over three million visit the site a year. Mm-hmm. My work is also on another people, on other people's sites. So let us say I have reached 18 million people mm-hmm. in the six years on the web. In addition, my local cable public access show airs three times a week. If 3,000 people watch it a week, 165,000 people have watched the show in the first year. So we can add 18,156. one hundred and fifty-six. Eighteen. 000, ooh, 18, mm-hmm. 18 th- th- this is there's a typo here. I can't okay. tell yeah. what the number is.
0: What does it say? It's eighteen, 18
2: comma one five six, comma zero zero.
0: Oh, all right. Just so add so a third th- another zero to the end of that. Okay, problem. so eighteen million yeah. one hundred
2: and fifty-six thousand. Yeah. To indirectly reached. This doesn't include even the people who see our flyers on telephone poles, our art car on the street, our house from the sidewalk, etc., etc., all parts of the Mm -hmm. art. Of course, if we placed any significance on this numbers game, the magic Mm -hmm. would dry up in the work. But it's fun to just trip out once in a while
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome
2: That's great
0: Mm. C L O S Close Mm. Your E Close your eyes W has oh that the YouTube video. How many people have watched that? Seven ten, thi- thousand. ten thousand. That's a YouTube video we have up mm. called "Close Your Eyes." Oh, ten oh. thousand people have wow. watched it. So add that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? How
1: do you track
2: the numbers so well?
0: Well, the YouTube thing you can just look and it shows you how oh, many really? people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we don't L oh we don't look at the numbers for any of our website stuff
2: right. Right. but yeah. as you said it's kind of fun to trip out on yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we we are, are you running out of time We're for this show out of time. yes okay yeah all right s e e c time time Oh, two two and a half hours is nothing. Yeah, no I know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Should I she tell? I have another rehearsal to get to anyway. So. Does, should she tell people who she mm. is? Would you <laughs> like to tell people who you are? I'm
2: Kira Rice. <laughs> 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 Frank Moore's new friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Is that it then, Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Thank you. Yeah.